Welcome to the Well Drop Own Your Wellness. I'm your host, Amber Berger. And I'm Dina Wismer. We want to share key takeaways from our interviews. Here are this week's episode highlights. On this episode, we want to recap our main takeaways from our conversation with Julie Tupler. Dina worked with her. Can you tell us a little bit about how you met Julie and how she introduced you to the importance of your diastasis recti? Yes, I met Julie. I was referred to her by my chiropractor, Dr. Rachel Skolnick, who will interview as well, because I was having some back pain shortly after the birth of my third child and my third C-section. And I was referred to her to check on my diastasis to see if there was a separation, which could be contributing to the back pain. And I was blown away by her passion. Part of the big takeaway from my from the interview with her was that she said again and again, this is my life's mission is to educate people about the importance of the transverse muscles, of checking for a diastasis to see if you have a separation, because it is the root cause of so many problems. And it doesn't have to be from childbirth. It can be from your own birth as a baby. It can be from gymnastics or other sports as a child. Men can have it. Children can have it. It does not, it is not necessarily related to childbirth. So it's important for all of us to check it ideally preventatively before you have an injury, but certainly if you're having any kind of back or hip pain, what's the root cause? Is there separation there? Because addressing that can help to relieve the pain and also prevent future injury. And I am so appreciative of her passion for that. Yeah. I didn't even think about diastasis recti. I really thought it was just for a post-pregnancy issue. And she really opened my eyes at that should actually be the first thing you might want to check just to rule it out because a lot of times she's had patients where they've been through so many doctors and so much pain and no one could figure out what's going on with them. And then it ends up being diastasis recti. So it's almost like flip it and think about it first. And it can happen, she said, like in childbirth when they pull the umbilical cord, which was fascinating. And I had no idea that it's not just specific to women, that men and women can have this problem. That was really eye-opening to me. So I think a big takeaway is check for diastasis recti. I think everyone like, now I need to go get checked. I keep like feeling myself say, oh my God, do I have a separation? I don't know. So I need to find someone. I need Julie to come and measure me. Yeah, she and would. This way you She'd just... be happy. She, she's like, she, she she's very passionate about it. Which is yeah, what's we'll great. have to have her back on to understand like how can we self-check I think would be really interesting. And how pooping contributes to it all too is is fascinating, I think. You know, obviously diastasis is connected to pelvic floor, which is connected to your bowel movements. And, you know, she's also equally passionate about squatty potties, which I find super interesting. And we don't usually think of it and connecting it, but it it affects our transverse muscles if you're constipated and you're pushing all the time. You need to be aware that you could be doing damage to your pelvic floor and your tran- the muscles in your abdomen. Yes, because you can be probably pushing them out instead of having them wrap around and come in. Yes, I love that she likes the squatty potty. It just reminds me of an infomercial because I used to have one in the house. I don't have one now, but I need to get them back. I think they're great for the kids just to keep that. So basically what the squatty potty does for those who don't know, it helps to elevate your knees when you're going to the bathroom and it's putting your body in the proper position that humans supposedly are born to be able to go to the bathroom a certain way. And that our modern toilets don't help us. We're too upright. Knees need to come up higher so that it can totally allow your colon to fully release because supposedly we're not 
pooping everything out as much when you're not using a squatty potty. So never would have thought of the tying for diastasis recti and going to the bathroom. So I think that was a really good point. And now it's making me want to go order a squatty potty. She mentioned you can makeshift it. She said that she often will take like an empty trash can or something if you're not at home and you don't have access. I actually have on occasion tried to makeshift it. Um, It doesn't, you know, if you for whatever reason don't have access, just legs raised is helpful. Amber, I have to ask you, lately my skin, when I look in the mirror, it feels like it's looking tired and lackluster. Your skin looks amazing. What do you do on a regular basis? What are you doing to glow the way you glow? You want to learn the secret to aging backwards? I discovered (laughs) an amazing company called Young Goose. They are all about a simple skincare system for you to get radiant skin. And I've been using it for over a year and I have never looked back. I find most products don't actually yield results. And all I can do is say, try Young Goose and see what happens and wait for the compliments to start coming in within three months. Amazing. I'm so excited to try it. How do I find it? You can get a 10% discount code for your first order using WellDrop, and you can find them online at younggoose.com. Another interesting point she made that if you are dealing with diastasis recti and you don't even know it, and then you're doing all these exercises such as crunches, that you might be doing more damage than harm. And to really be careful on the type of exercises that you're doing for your core, which kind of goes back to, I think we should all get our diastasis recti probably checked because maybe if you're working out so hard in the gym, you're like, oh my God, why is my core not getting stronger? Like it might not be because of the workout you're doing and the food you're eating. You might have like an actual issue that can easily be fixed. But if you don't know about it, how can you even fix it? So I think if anyone is maybe struggling at the gym and you just kind of can't put your finger on it, maybe check your diastasis recti and go check that out. And be careful because things you can do at the gym, and this has stuck with me since I started working, since I worked with Julie seven years ago, can actually create damage and create separation. So you oh. you want to make sure that you're being careful with crunches and being thoughtful with connecting to your pelvic floor and your, your transverse muscles if you're doing any abdominal work in the gym. Um, and that's also a huge thing to keep in the back of your head while you're exercising as well. So I guess our big main takeaways is get checked for diastasis recti, manage how the position of when you go to the bathroom to be careful and raise your knees and also about the different exercises to do to make sure that you don't either make your diastasis recti worse. And one other thing I actually just think about, thought about that was so interesting is that going back to get your diastasis recti checked out, a lot of women, you know, in our age group, or at least, you know, even a little younger, after they have two or three kids, a lot of them get tummy tucks. And it was interesting. She said that a lot of people then actually get their tummy tuck, which is fine, but then they injure themselves and it kind of rips open because they are doing things that are not good for their body. And they had maybe previous diastasis recti and didn't know it. Then they get the tummy tuck and then it kind of pulls it open again. So I would say for anybody who's considering the surgery in order to maximize the surgery and you want to remain intact to maybe get your diastasis recti checked out first and learn what those exercises are if you do have a condition so that this way post-surgery you can maintain, you know, looking fabulous. It's a journey, not a destination. The Well Drop podcast and content hosted by Amber Berger and Dina Wismer is presented solely for general informational, educational, and entertainment purposes. The use of information on this podcast or materials linked from this podcast or website is at the user's own risk. 
It is not intended as a substitute for the advice of a physician, professional coach, psychotherapist, or other qualified professional, diagnosis, or treatment. Users should not disregard or delay in obtaining medical advice for any medical or mental health condition they may have and should seek the assistance of their healthcare professionals for any such conditions. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered health advice. The WellDrop is not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from the use of this podcast.